You are listening to the Life Reconstructed Podcast with me, Teresa Amaral Beshwaite, grief expert, best-selling author, and widow. I'm so glad you're here because in this and every episode, I shine a light on the widowed way forward. Hello and welcome to episode 16. In this episode, I explain what forgiveness really is, how to know when to forgive, and a simple three-step process for forgiveness. Those who have lost a spouse can easily end up feeling angry and resentful about the nature of the loss, the behavior of family or friends, the absence of those who said they would be there, the unhelpful comments, the close friends who suddenly disappear, and so much more. I used to think that forgiveness was a long, slow, and difficult process. It's easy to confuse forgiveness with condoning someone's behavior or accepting an apology, which can be tough pills to swallow. But in truth, it's neither of those things. Forgiveness is simply deciding to stop feeling angry and resentful. That's it. The only action that forgiveness requires is our own personal decision to stop feeling angry and resentful, and then to take a few surprisingly simple steps, which I'll share in a moment. No other actions are necessary, meaning that forgiveness does not require having a conversation with the other person, or telling them that you've forgiven them, or accepting an apology from anyone, or allowing someone back into your life. Forgiveness does not require that we condone someone's behavior. Those actions are all optional when it comes to forgiveness. Optional, not mandatory. Forgiveness is truly an inside job. The only person who needs to know that you've forgiven someone is you. Forgiveness is just another name for freedom. Freedom from anger and resentment. American author Jonathan Lockwood Huey is quoted as saying, forgive others, not because they deserve forgiveness, but because you deserve peace. When is the right time to forgive? Only you can decide when you want to stop feeling anger and resentment. Sometimes we just want to feel those feelings and that's okay. Other times we realize that anger and resentment are heavy and feel terrible. Anger and resentment are also an inside job, meaning that the other person doesn't experience your anger and resentment. Only you do. Your anger and resentment don't punish the other person. They only punish you. As the old saying goes, withholding forgiveness is like drinking poison and waiting for the other person to get sick. A powerful question to ask yourself is whether you like how anger and resentment feel or if you're ready to shed those feelings. You always have the choice and if you want to, you can make that choice today. First, let's understand why we feel anger and resentment. The other person's words or actions happened or maybe it was their silence or inactions. And then we have a thought about their words actions or inactions. That thought creates how we feel. We feel anger and resentment because of what we're thinking about the person and their actions. To us, our thoughts seem absolutely true, but they're not serving us 
because they create anger and resentment. While the person's words or actions are definitely outside of your control, your thoughts about them are completely within your control. This means that the person actually has no power over you. Your power is in your thinking. Here's how to forgive in three steps. Step one, consider the person's words, actions, or inactions, and write down all the thoughts you have about them. Notice that these thoughts create anger and resentment. Step two, ask your brain to consider what other thoughts might also be true. Now your brain won't want to do this work because it's already committed to the current thoughts and it's certain that they're just true. Simply ask your brain to imagine possibilities. There are no right or wrong answers here. Just make a list, brainstorm a list. Here are some possibilities to consider. Hurt people sometimes hurt people. Or they did the best they could given what they knew at the time. Just because they don't love me the way I would like doesn't mean that they don't love me with all they have. It was always supposed to happen this way. Or it was painful and yet it shaped me into who I am today. Finally, step three, review your list of new thoughts. Try each on like you would an outfit. Notice how each makes you feel. Pick the thoughts that feel true and that create a feeling that you want to feel that feels better than anger and resentment. Now, brains are creatures of habit. Your brain will likely still offer you those well-practiced thoughts of the past, and then you'll feel anger and resentment creep back into your life. That's to be expected. This is your chance to redirect your brain toward the new thoughts that you created and tested in step three. With practice, these new thoughts will become your default thinking. Welcome to the freedom of forgiveness. And don't forget about you. In what ways have you not yet forgiven yourself? Use the same three-step process to forgive yourself too. If this podcast has been helpful, please subscribe, rate, and review it. This way it can reach other widowed people and help them too. There's much more to come, so please stay tuned. And in the meantime, know that I believe in you and I'm here for you. Take care. If you found this podcast helpful, I invite you to join Life Reconstructed, my coaching program exclusively for widowed people. It will help you step forward toward a life you will love again. Simply go to thesuddenwidowcoach.com and click work with me.